With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Come on in. Stay a while. ESPN analyst J.J. Reddick will join us. Get us ready for tonight. It's game five. Heat at the Celtics, in case you're wondering, for entertainment purposes only. The Heat are getting eight and a half tonight. In Boston. Do you believe that point spread? Well, that's what it is right now. And if you're wondering about over-unders for tonight, I'll have that for you coming up as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. My plan gives you control over your phone, your phone plan. To celebrate, we're giving you the opportunity to control Marvin's cookout playlist for tomorrow. You pick the era of the music he's going to play, 70s, 80s, 90s, or the aughts. Right now, the 70s is crushing. Go to danpatrick.com. You vote on the playlist you want to hear tomorrow on the show, and then tune in for the Meet Friday. Make sure that uh, you check out my plan. You can do this with uh, everything you want with your plan. You choose what you want. Thanks to Verizon. All right, play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. And a few other items here. John Morant, the police department, did a welfare check after he had a cryptic message on Instagram saying goodbye to his mom and dad, uh, his daughter. Turns out he was saying goodbye to, I think, social media. And uh, at least that's what we're told so far. The NBA has not disciplined him yet. And that's something I want to I want to ask J.J. Reddick about that. What does he think will happen with Jay Morant? But uh, John Morant, it 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 you know got my attention when TMZ was reporting it. It wasn't ESPN reporting; it was TMZ, and it felt like there was more to it. And uh, thankfully, not. But I wonder what exactly. And it's a good thing to leave social media right now if you're John Morant. I don't think you have to do it in the way he did it. You just leave. Social media. But with the cryptic message out there, I think we thought the worst. Uh, Poll question today, Seton, what are we going to go with? Well, we got one from Paul, and we've got a slew from the toddler. Slew from Todd. Yeah, we could start with Paul's, though. I'd rather my team get swept in a series or lose game seven at the buzzer. Okay. This is something that Todd brought up yesterday, where do you want to have that pain, the agony of losing game seven? And my point is, yes, I won a game seven. I don't want to go four games. If you said to LeBron, hey, 
you want to get swept, you want to go game seven and you lose in dramatic fashion, I think you'll go down. You'll go down, you know, firing. You want an opportunity there. Now, we do bring this up because there was a sweep in hockey. The Florida Panthers swept the Carolina Hurricanes. Although, I don't know if it was a sweep according to the Hurricanes head coach. Here's Rod Brindamore. The unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And That's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're, we're in the game. We didn't get – we didn't lose four games. We, we got beat, but it's – you know, we were right there and this could have went the other way and this could have been four games the other way. Okay. Paulie, would you check how many games were in this series? Yeah, it wasn't best of nine, Dan. It was best of seven. They lost uh, four to zero. Okay. Your Hurricanes. Now, is that a sweep? I don't want to call out Rod Brindamore. I don't want any part of that. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Did the Nuggets sweep the Lakers? Felt that way. Okay. Yes, Todd. Technically. But, you know, one team wins, one team loses. There's other things involved. You can't just go by the four game to nothing thing. I get what he's trying to say. You didn't get embarrassed, but you did get swept. I mean, no, no, you did. Let's wait till all the you, cards are counted. You, you got swept. Every game was competitive. Uh, they had Matthew Kachuk, and you didn't. Pretty much that's what it came down to. Yes, Paul. To be fair, we're not hockey experts. Maybe it's not called a sweep oh, in hockey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey. All right. It's not a sweep like that. It's... All right. Play it again just so I can understand what uh, <laughs> what Coach Brenda Moore is talking about. The unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. and That's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're, we're in the game. We didn't get – we didn't lose four games. We, we got beat, but it's – you know, yeah. we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. It it could have, and if it gone four games the other way, it would have been a, sw- a sweep. He goes, we we got beat, but we didn't lose four no, games. No, we did not. I mean, we did, but yeah. we didn't yeah. like lose them like yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, Tom. We cannot lose and still win <laughs> in the National Hockey. They score more goals, but they didn't outscore us in the. Yeah, Golden Knight. They won every game of the series, but that doesn't mean that we just happened to not win any of those first four games. That's really what it is. If we played longer, then uh, you know maybe we would we probably would have got one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Golden Knights versus the Stars, and uh, there could be a sweep. Well, I don't know. Is there going to? Would it be a sweep if? Yes, Mark. No, they would just lose four games. Okay. Not a sweep though. Okay. Once again, not hockey experts, but I thought it was a sweep. Yes, Mark. Who the hockey callers? They're calling in. You guys don't know anything. You guys want to <laughs> talk hockey? We're talking hockey. <laughs> You got Zamboni. Maybe they call it something else in hockey because they don't sweep the ice. They Zamboni the ice. Yes. I do appreciate the positive spin because sweep sounds like a harsh word. Like, you know, maybe you got blown out. You didn't even have a chance of winning one game. They were competitive. But technically, they got swept. Move on and accept it and wait till next season. Okay. One goal games. How many did you win? None. How many did they win? Four. That'd be a sweep. But they played better than what a sweep They, they did. They did. They did. They did. Yes. Yeah. I, it still counts as a sweep. Though. It does. Yes. 4-0. Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, Paul. Florida Panthers. Are Panthers indigenous to the South Florida area? I, and I'm just asking. It, there's, that's one of those uh, mascots. Where I could, uh, there's, is there a background there? Is there a hook there? Mm. Panthers. Mm. Well, I don't know. Carolina Panthers? I don't know how many Panthers they have there. It's more mountainous in the Carolina area. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you find them in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Right. Yeah. Yes, Eden. I believe that they are... Uh, 
one of two native cat species in the state. Okay. Uh, is that off the top of your head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we're not hockey people. If I'm not mistaken, panthers have been documented throughout much of the peninsula, even into Georgia. Okay. That's just off the top of my head. Okay. Oh, the team is named for the Florida panther, Dan, an endangered species of large cats uh, natural to the Everglades region. Okay. Yes, Tony. I think you're just as likely to see a panther as an alligator or a crocodile in the Everglades in parts of Florida. I think that's true. It's very common. If memory serves, <laughs> the core population, oh, I believe, is go. found in the Lake yeah. Okeechobee region. Okay. But I, I could be mistaken. Somebody check that. You can't right. let your children go out and play in the streets because a panther could come running up to them. You've got to be really <laughs> safe with these kids. A panther or a bobcat? I can't tell in Florida. There's yeah. so many of them both. Like Matthew Kachuk could come right up. You come home right after school. You get right home. Those <laughs> panthers are running all over the place in the backyard. <laughs> it's not the heat. It's the panthers that get you down there. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. We crush that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Nobody covers hockey like we cover hockey. More in this state, <laughs> in the state of Florida, more Panthers or more Rays fans going to games? What is the uh, least apt name for you know, a nickname for a team? Oh, so the nickname that makes no sense whatsoever. You've been to Salt Lake a lot, Dan. How many jazz clubs would you say there are there in the Salt Lake area? I think I've been to one jazz club. Okay. Just because I wanted to go to a jazz club in Utah in Salt Lake just to say, oh, I went to a jazz club there. Yeah, Marv. Was it owned by a jazz player or were they playing actual jazz music? I don't know. Like, oh, Howard Isley owns this. <laughs> Howard you could, Isley. You could have a jazz club there and it have it all be team memorabilia. Yeah, it'd be like John Stockton's <laughs> jazz club. <laughs> Coming in yeah. there, hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, where's the music? Oh, no. Lieutenant Rudy Gobert. He's gone. Was that your Louis Armstrong or something there? I see trades. That's great, Zanny. Five first round picks. I love that. Wow. That is bloop, bloop, bloop right there from Marvin. Oh. Well done. Well oh. done. Come on now. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. What else do we have as far as the poll question goes? Well, things are going so well. I don't know why we'd pivot over to Todd's, okay. but we could do that. Okay. No offense. No offense. Yeah. NBA playoffs headline tomorrow more likely will be. Things are heating up. We're headed back to Miami. Did you buy into Celtics? You got ripped off. Okay. Is the NFL becoming more like flag football? Come on now. That's just silly. Sure is. My co-ed rec league has more contact. <laughs> now I got to pronounce Matt Kachuk. Yeah, I'm not even asking you to say who scored the game-winning goal for the Panthers. But here's a valid question. Matt Kachuk and the Panthers sweeping the Hurricanes and playing for the Cup is a huge story worthy of much discussion and analysis. A nice accomplishment. Anyway, who do you like in Heat Celtics tonight? <laughs> Here's Andy Reid talking about the new kickoff rule. I don't know. We'll have to go through all that. I've, I, my thing is, where does it stop, right? So you start taking pieces, and, uh, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you be playing flag football. All right. And he's got guys who can return kicks, you know. He had Dante Hall, you know, Tyreek Hill. Nicole Hardman, and, uh, you know, those are weapons. You have players who can change a game. And Andy is saying, now what do we do? Uh, and I wonder if, is there something in two years from now? Because that's what happens with the NFL. It's like, all right, we're going to do this now. See how it goes. 
And then we'll get a larger sample size on data, returns, injuries, all of those things. I still think, you know, the punt return is just as dangerous because these kickers are so good, they outkick their coverage. And therefore, you do have returns. Now, they've taken out those, you know, those crackback blocks, blindside blocks, hits. But still, you're, you're creating something where somebody has time to build up speed and you're going to have collisions there. Yes, Seaton? Did you mean it was dangerous as in a dangerous play or a dangerous play to players? The it, kickoff is still dangerous. It's a dangerous play to players. The, the uh, punt return is. I think so. But they want to do away with the kickoff. But you still want to have a kickoff to kick off the game, start the game, and, and give the illusion that, hey, the kickoff, hey, they could take this back. But that usually doesn't happen. And we're looking at the number of touchbacks. Plus, these kickers are so good, you're, you're telling your kicker, basically, kick it out of the end zone. That's, what we, that's the reason why we have you. Kick it out of the end zone. Or if you can have those pooch kicks or whatever they're called where it's inside the, the 5 and the 15-yard line, then maybe you pin them back. Yeah, Paul. But the new rule just uh, crushed the pooch kicks. Now you can, if they pooch kick it to your 6-yard line. fair catch. Fair catch here at the 25 like college football. Yeah. All right, what's the poll question we're going to go with? Why don't we go with uh, would you rather get swept or lose at the buzzer? Okay, let's go around the room. Lose at the buzzer game 7 or you get swept sort of like the Carolina Panthers and the L.A. Lakers did. Todd? I guess you want to go the distance, even though it's heartbreaking to lose right at the end like that. You do not believe that, because yesterday you sang a different tune. I did sing a different tune, but yeah. I, I got a chance to get a good night's sleep. And, uh, What's the one you that? really believe? Oh, you really had to sleep uh, on him? <laughs> no, because I'm thinking about my favorite team, and I'd rather, them not, I'd rather them be able to make it interesting to the very end. I've seen enough... Broncos Super Bowl blowouts where it would have been a lot more fun seeing them lose maybe in the final moments than just get completely humiliated. I was going to say, you can't get swept in football. You can't. One game sweep. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see them go as far as they can, and, uh, and then even if it's heartbreaking. That Seaton, what about you? Yeah, you got to go as far as you can. Yeah, right. You have to at least be in it. Yeah. If, in it to win it. Yeah, if you, if you get swept, it feels like just like a loser's way to go about it. Marvin? Yeah, I'm going seven games. Yeah. Paulie? This is tough because you forget about sweeps. You, you, you don't think about, you don't nitpick sweeps because you weren't going to win it. But you're signing up for pain. You're signing up for decades of second guessing. We could have won that series if I, I would take seven games and mm. losing at the buzzer because it, it feels more competitive. But you are signing up for years and you, let's say you don't go back to the World Series or you don't go back somewhere. You know, until the Cubs won the World Series, that 04, 03 Cubs team was like, you thought about it, you thought about it, you thought about it. We could have done this, we could have done that. And you're signing up for decades, maybe a pain. But yes, you got to do it. Yes, he'd. right. Would you rather not be nominated at all for a sports Emmy or be nominated and lose? I'd rather be nominated. Yes, it's yeah. kind of the same thing. We've done both. Well, we yeah. have really no Many choice. Times. We yeah. have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Could have played better, I guess. And it's a little crushing because the sports Emmys were just a couple of days ago, so it still hurts. Didn't even register. Yeah, still didn't hurts. even yeah. notice. Well, I did notice some of uh, the people who did win. Oh, whatever, Sports Center. Yeah, Sports Center. Break. Sports Center should win every single year for best daily show. When you think about it, Sports Center is on all the time. You should be able to put together uh, five segments that say, boy, look at what we did on SportsCenter. Isn't it the, the kind of the same thing over and over again, though? It's like a formula that yeah. it's kind of hard to screw up at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? I mean. Oh. <laughs> Coming up on sports. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like so when, when they invented it 30 years ago, it was like, dang, this is revolutionary. This is a hell of a show. But now it's kind of like plug and play. Oh. Okay. Here's where we do the highlights. Here's where we get some analysis. Right. Here's where we do okay. a funny bit. Here's where we do. Yeah, Paul. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong. I see what Seton's saying. There's a formula to SportsCenter. It hasn't changed. But like a couple years ago, I think SportsCenter got nominated during COVID when Van Pelt Show did that senior night thing. Like co- small colleges and small high schools that got didn't get to finish out the year. But but Van Pelt doesn't do Sports Center. It is technically Sports Center. But it's still Scott doing his version of Sports Center. Right. But like his show was nominated was nominated under the Sports Center umbrella. Yeah. So that one was I thought like that's invented. That's new. When Sports Center won back in the mid nineties, when I was there with uh, Keith, we didn't get Sports Emmys. The talent didn't get it. We could buy one if we wanted to, but all the coordinating producers, the uh, APs, they got sports Emmys. And then we're like, uh, we kind of helped you win this thing, didn't we? They go, yep, you want to buy a sports Emmy? Like, nah, I don't think so. I'm not bitter. Not bitter at all. Yes, Todd. And they have to do a whole hour show with such a small staff. I don't know how they get that. Uh, <laughs> I know. Get that on the when air. you see the number of people who get sports Emmys for Sports Center winning the best daily show, it's hundreds, hundreds of people. And that's, and, that's how so many people have Emmys. I know people that yes. have like fifteen <laughs> Emmys. Yeah, I know. It's like, a, yeah, yeah. What did you do for that? Uh, I don't know. I'm just employed there. Okay, let's take a break. <laughs> Rather lose in painful fashion. Yeah. J.J. Reddick will join us coming up next year. We'll get to phone calls, got our poll question. A lot of things to dive into today. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and 
holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. ESPN NBA analyst, former NBA player, J.J. Redick, joining us on behalf of DraftKings. Appreciate you uh, spending some time with us there, J.J., Let me ask you the poll question here. I'd rather have my team get swept in a series or lose in dramatic fashion in Game 7. That's interesting. Lose in 7, of course. Have you had both? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I I was swept when I played against uh, the Heatles when I was with Milwaukee briefly. And I'd much rather lose in seven. <laughs> well, if you're LeBron and the Lakers, you could have won maybe two or three of those games, but you still got swept. It didn't feel like a sweep. It, 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 does that feel like, hey, we had a great season if you're the Lakers? Given where they started and given the amount of time post-trade deadline, Look, I would be very encouraged if I was the Lakers. There's a way to create some cap space. Uh, They've got to bring Brett back Austin Reeves. I thought his development this year into a legit, legit uh, half-court shot creator. Um, You know, you could run offense through him. I thought that was a huge development. And, you know, LeBron, you know, I'm assuming he's going to have some sort of surgery and rehab from that, so maybe he's not fully 100% when the season starts, but there's enough to build on this, this based on this, this season and this postseason run. But, yeah, you're right. Th- th- that series was – look, you got to give Denver credit because they're the better team. They have the best player in the world. They closed out games. Ridiculous shot making down the stretch. Key stops in game four. you got to give them credit. Uh, but the Lakers aren't that far off. Uh, we had – uh, Tim Legler on yesterday said it doesn't matter who's going to play the Nuggets. The Nuggets are going to win because there is nobody who's come up with a game plan to stop Joker. What do you think of that? I think that's accurate. Um, and it's interesting. The last 17 games of the season, they went 7-10. They sat some guys out. They had a couple multiple multi-game losing streaks. And it didn't feel like they had that momentum, so to speak, going into the playoffs. And then within a couple games in the playoffs, you're kind of looking around and you're like, wait a minute, this team is really good. 
And by the end of the Phoenix series, it's it's pretty clear that they were playing better than anyone else in the playoffs. And it's not just Jokic the game plan. I haven't seen I haven't seen a game plan to stop the Jokic Murray two man game, whether that's dribble handoffs or whether that's pick and rolls. Um, they inverted the pick and rolls at the end of game three. They ran Murray as the screener, Jokic as the ball handler. They scored on every play. Uh, it, they present so many problems, and there's no good answer. I said this to Legler. I thought that the MVP of that series against the Lakers was Jamal Murray. I knew what to expect out of Jokic. Murray, though, felt like he went back to the bubble and his version. Um, you know, Do we sort of take Joker for granted that he's going to give you a triple-double, but Jamal Murray can help you win a title? I, I, Jokic was the MVP, but Murray, this, the greatest thing that Michael Malone said, I was calling one of their games earlier in the playoffs, and he referred to Jamal Murray as the other superhero, and I think that's accurate. Where, look, you have star players, they need a Robin, a Batman needs a Robin, you also need some Alfreds, um, occasionally you might need a Catwoman, um, sometimes you need Lucius Fox to step in. But Jamal Murray is a true Robin. He's a true number two, reliable, can get you a bucket on his own, can play the two-man game with, with Jokic. And I, I keep going back to this. You know, when you talk about duos in the NBA, the best duos always complement each other. And those two guys complement each other in spades. Well, do Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum complement each other? Absolutely not. I mean, I, I've said this, how much two-man action can you run with those guys? Yeah. The problem is those two guys are going to be guarded by the two best wing defenders. So anything you do with the two of them is just going to be a switch. Whereas with a Jokic-Murray pick-and-roll or a Draymond-Steph pick-and-roll, um, you've got a lot of uh, possible answers, and none of them are really good. We're talking to J.J. Redick, the uh, former NBA player and now analyst for the Mothership, up for uh, at least one coaching vacancy, it feels like. Uh, what? Where, where did this come from, wanting to maybe be a head coach? <laughs> well, I mean, you certainly, uh, you certainly miss the competitive side of professional basketball when you retire, and that's probably the biggest itch. Um, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. And I'm in a, a very fortunate situation that I um, can kind of wait and just see if there's anything that materializes that's that's uh, that's sort of a perfect fit. Um, but you know, I've I've talked with teams now going on a year about assistant jobs, and um, I'm interested in being a head coach. I don't I don't have to start as a head coach. I don't have to start as an assistant. It doesn't matter to me. It's more just about the the fit and the the people that are you know, at the organization. Um, the John Morant situation, JJ, that this yep. is the second go around. It feels like there's anger, but then there's also of, you know, maybe there's something else here. How does the NBA approach it a second time around with John Morant? Um, again, I don't, I'm not privy to the conversations between Adam and Ja and, and Ja's team. So I, I don't want to like speculate on that. Um, I would just say, it's very clear that there needs to be structure in place, protocols in place, requirements in place, um, you know, whether that is talking to someone. I mean, I'm, I'm someone that's been very open about my own mental health and my own uh, forays into therapy and performance coaching and all of that. 
And, you know, I think we all need it. And it doesn't matter if you're 23, 33, 63. There's always some self-improvement you can get. And in Jaws' case, um, you know, I I think having structure, having protocols, having having a clear understanding of consequences, which it didn't sound like after Adam and Malika talked at at the draft lottery, it didn't sound like there was necessarily sort of a clear thing. It was more just about dealing with the first incident and coming up with a, with a, 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 a punishment there. Um, and I'm not, I'm not condoning Ja. I've said this a million times. I'm not condoning the behavior. He, he, there deserves to be some punishment in place. And you have to recognize that he's potentially one of the faces of the new NBA once LeBron and Steph age out at some point, whenever that may be. Yeah. Uh, final 30 seconds, you're the GM of the Lakers, and the one move you need to make in the offseason is? Um, in some ways, first of all, you, you, Hachimura and, and Reeves need to come back. You need to figure out a way to bring them back. And if you can create enough cap space, I think upgrading at the point guard position is probably it, and I don't know that the solution is Kyrie Irving because uh, to get to – probably his number you you've got to relinquish some depth and as we found out in the playoffs you know you're only as good as your weakest link and and that's where i think a team like the denver nuggets when they went to this eight-man rotation seven-man rotation at times in the conference finals they don't have a weak link you know they have interchangeable parts when they go to their bench bruce brown has been awesome so I don't know that you want to give up a ton of depth to go out and sign a max-level point guard, but that's the position to me where I think they can make some headway. Safe travels. Great to talk to you again. Thanks for joining us. J.J. Reddick joining us on behalf of DraftKings. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or, I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hour 2 on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Interesting poll question. I don't know if the results are interesting. Would you rather have your team get swept or lose in dramatic fashion in a game seven? Seaton, would you update the results from the first hour? Results right now, Dan. Um, 66% of the audience would rather lose at the, buzzer, at the buzzer in game seven. I'm surprised so many people would get swept. Yeah. If, I, if it's close and I got swept, I still got swept. But it feels like, and, and Paulie brought this up first hour, when you lose in dramatic fashion in game seven, that sort of stays there because the title was hanging in the balance. When you get swept, it's over. It's like, all right, pull the Band-Aid off, done. But when you lose, let's say this goes seven games, Celtics and Heat, and then you lose in, let's say the Heat lose in dramatic fashion after being up three games to none, three games to one, and then lose in dramatic fashion. That hurts. Because you had it. Yeah, Seaton. Yeah, I just don't see how there seems to be. You want to at least be competitive. Yeah. Right? Well, the reason why we brought this up, well, we brought this up yesterday. Because how do you feel if you're a Laker fan? You got swept, but you could have won two, maybe three of those games. You didn't win any games, so you got swept. History will say you got swept. Here's Rod Brindamore, the uh, Hurricanes head coach, after getting sort of swept by the Florida Panthers. The unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. and That's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're, we're in the game. We didn't, get, we didn't lose four games. We, we got beat, but it's, 
you know, we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. Yeah, he's arguing against the facts. You know, it, it, it's his opinion they didn't get swept, but you got swept. They were all one-goal games, so I get that. But you still got swept. Nancy. I had said that about the Lakers after game one against the Nuggets. I had tweeted that the Lakers should feel good about that game because they were right in it, whatever. And people were just killing me because it was just like, you know, <laughs> close only counts in, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades, pal. Like, it was almost a blowout, too, you know? It's like, dang. Why do you do this? What do you mean? You get on social media and you just throw it out there. Yeah, that's kind of what social media is for. I know. So get on there, throw it out there. So you shouldn't have been surprised that you know they returned fire on you. No, but I but because because <laughs> they're like the coach there has a point. It yes, they were swept, but they didn't get destroyed even though they lost all four games. That's true. They were competitive in all four games, so the record doesn't reflect what the series actually was. We need to come up with a different term for you lost four in a row, but. You didn't get swept. Oh, a competitive sweep. You yes. need a term for, oh. Yeah. There's like a gentleman's sweep. That's five games. But a, a competitive sweep. You were competitively swept. Yeah, maybe it won't catch up. A competitive sweep. Is it, well, there is a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Five games. Competitive, competitively swept. Yes, they were competitively swept. You were respectfully agree. swept? Yeah. They respect for you? I don't know. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, uh, TV's biggest drama is back. Head to the Dutton Ranch and stream the latest season of Yellowstone on Peacock. Yes, Paul. You know, if you look at Super Bowls that are blowouts, that's kind of like the version of being swept, you know, uh, or not being swept, but being, you know, being swept. Like Fritzy's Broncos got beat in the Super Bowl a couple of times. When, when I remember when the Rex Grossman Bears played Manning in the Super Bowl. It was it was over at halftime. It was over earlier than that. It never felt competitive, so that game doesn't really bother me. Like if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, the twenty eight three game will stay with you forever. I think it's really worse if you attend a game that's a blowout. Imagine if you got all your money together to go watch the forty ers Broncos Super Bowl that was fifty five ten or Cowboys Bills fifty two to seventeen. We traveled all this way for this. That's where the blowout or sweep really stinks. Like you bought tickets to it. Or you travel that you're witness to it. Yeah, because like we went all this way. Yeah. There's been a couple of college football playoff games that are blowouts. Like we traveled all the way to Arizona. We got hotels. We got tickets, mm. and it's over at quarter. Did Devin Hester return the opening kickoff? Yes, of that game because that it started that way, and they're like, "Dang, this is going to be a game." Well, Tony Dungy all week long told his team they're not kicking to Devin Hester, and then all of a sudden. Play the anthem, coin toss, go out for the kickoff, and they decide they're going to kick to Devin Hester. And Hester took it all the way back. And then that was it for the Chicago Bears. Nothing else to see. All right. uh, Pull question for hour two, Seton. What are we going to go with? I had one here, but I don't know if it's uh, insensitive. Ooh. So, because it's a serious topic, and sometimes I don't like making poll questions out of. I don't want to trivialize it. Okay. Right. But John Morant should be suspended for disciplinary reasons or health reasons. Oh. And really, that's what this comes down to that, you know, the NBA is a business. They have rules. They have rules that 
they had negotiations with the Players Association, and he broke a rule with the NBA in conduct detrimental. It just feels like there's more to this, and we talked about this. I don't know if he's spoiled or he's in trouble, or he's both. And, and I, you know, I try not to do something from afar where you're trying to look at something and say, hey, this is what it is, because I don't know. And it's dangerous to do that. You know, you know I said mental health. Is there addiction? I mean, these are questions that would come up. If I'm the commissioner and I'm, I have Jock come in again, then I say, how did, we get, how did we get to this point again? Help me understand the world that you're in that you would do this again. Now, you understand what has to happen on my end, and I have to discipline you. But I have to be sensitive to you if you really need help. Is it depression? You know, sometimes the people who have depression are the ones that are out there partying. They're hiding their depression. They're trying to mask their depression. I don't know if he's depressed. And, and people will make this mistake. Oh, he's got $200 million. How can you be depressed? It doesn't work that way. I have everything that I want in my life, but I went through a terrible bout of depression. And people were like, how can you be depressed? You can be. That's why, you know, it's a disease that you have. And, and trying to find help and understanding what it is that you're trying to find out about yourself. And as much as we want to be, I, it feels like there's, Empathy, but then there's anger. Like, you're one or the other with, with John. Like, come on, you're going to throw all this away. I'll, you know, come on, you're making $200 million. To, yes, all of those things. But he's jeopardizing that. And he sent out a cryptic message yesterday talking about saying goodbye to his parents, bye to uh, his daughter. Police got called, welfare check, just to see how he's doing. And then... He basically was saying goodbye to social media, which is good. That'd be the first step. No more social media. But I don't know if he feels like he's a prisoner in his own house. Can I go out now? Can I live my life? I I don't know the, the answers to these questions, but these are questions that I have thinking about this. So don't make the mistake of saying, what can you be depressed about? Some of the most successful people in America in the world, can be depressed. And they have everything. And maybe Jaw is one of those those people. Uh, Does he have structure there? What the structure is, I don't know. Uh, His parents certainly seem like they're in his life. It's the friends that he's keeping. Because a friend would not do something live. If you knew Jaw had a gun and had a gun out, why would you do that? Why would you do, and why would Jaw have a gun again in a car with somebody who's got their phone? And even his friend drops the phone down when he realizes Jaw has got a gun again. And you can have guns, but the NBA is a business. That's it. They have rules. They don't want to be associated with this. They're trying to bring in as many people to watch their product. They don't want this in the game. They don't want this with their athletes. You can have it. You can have it privately. You can have a license. All of those things, I certainly understand. But not this. And he was warned, and I'm guessing they're probably sitting down for half a season. But this is where 
if you don't help him get help or he doesn't understand what to do, those 40 games, that's a lot of downtime. And that's when you get in trouble. That's what I wondered about this the first time around, this whole summer. Who's, who's checking up on him? What's going on? Is he, is he meeting with people? Because that's a lot of downtime over the summer. And it didn't take long. And here we are again with Sean Morant. But that was scary yesterday because TMZ was reporting it. And when TMZ reports it, it is different than ESPN. And TMZ reporting, it's rarely good. And that's the first thing I noticed was, oh, boy. And you immediately jump to the end of the story and then work your way back. So the commissioner, I don't know when he makes a ruling. I think we were trying to have the commissioner on this week. Maybe we get him on next week during the NBA Finals. But just to ask him if he's met with Jaw and what is the time frame for a team that is one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, Paul. And his punishments are going to have repercussions. He didn't make uh, second or third team All-NBA this year. And if he if he misses, let's say he misses thirty games next year, there's definitely can't get first team, second team All NBA. That comes down the road when he wants that super max deal yeah. and he can get the max deal. Now you're saying, Oh, tough for him. He can get two hundred million, not two ninety. Well, that that is a big hit if you're expecting it. If you think you've earned it, which he did on the basketball court. Well, he lost thirty nine million dollars. Probably thirty nine million dollars because of this, and then didn't make first, second, third team all NBA. I don't know if that sinks in. If he's got $200 million over the life of this contract, then I don't know what matters to him. And, and, and he wasn't in a system. You know, Zion was his star since he was 15 or 16. You know, social media. And then he goes to Duke for one year. You know, that's like a, a gap year. You're going to go there. You've got Coach K, and they're going to you know get you ready. It's a prep school to go to the NBA. Well, John didn't have that. He went to Murray State. And he wasn't highly recruited. Might have been his own only scholarship offer. And now you're rich. You're young, you're rich. Now you're the breadwinner for your family. You got all these people who rely on you. I don't know those pressures. But there are pressures. And as much as I want to be sort of angry, like, what are you doing? I have to understand him. Before I say that, because that's a natural reaction. Like, what are you doing? Yes, I felt that the first time. Like, what are you doing? And then you realize maybe he is not in control of this. And he does need help. And is there substance abuse? Is there depression? I don't know. But I think being fair to somebody, treat them as if they're anybody else with what is, you know, they're going through. Not, you've got everything. How could you possibly be depressed? Because that's what a lot of people think. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.